Good evening, church. That great light of Jesus is so powerful that when you think of it, you recognize that we're in the right place because of the light of Jesus. And the world is full of darkness. And until we recognize how dark the world is, it's more difficult to really see the light. Let us go together to God in a word of prayer, please. Heavenly Father, thank you for this great opportunity to worship you this evening as we praise your holy and divine name. For your name is to be hallowed, Lord God, separate from all else. Help us to use your name in a reverent way, bringing glory and honor unto your name. Help us to remember as we speak of Jesus, your great son, Lord God, that we show the world uh, your light, the light that Jesus left. And here we are, a reflection of that light. Help us to be the reflection of Jesus as we shine amongst a dark and dying world. Lord God, we pray that as the opportunity and open doors come our way to declare your name to the world. Bless us not to be bashful or shy or ashamed, but rather to be strong and willing to tell others about your greatness. These things we pray and ask for in that wonderful name of Jesus Christ be thy will. Amen. Welcome to each of you, both members and visitors alike, those who are online and those who are here present. Today we're speaking again on the topic of praising God. I believe that praising God is something that maybe the church has neglected. and We're maybe a little bit neglectful in praising the Lord even amongst the world. And to praise God according to the scriptures is an act of will. Right? It's a willpower that flows out of awe and reverence for God, for our creator, for, for Jesus Christ. And what it does is when we're praising God, it, it turns our attention off of our problems and focuses our attention on God himself for what he has done and for who he is. When we praise God, we have to open our mouths and speak of his name. Psalm 111, beginning at verse 1. Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with all my heart in the company of the upright and in the assembly. Great are thy works or the works of thy Lord. They are studied by all who delight in them. Splendid and majestic is his work and his righteousness endures forever. How much study, turn to Ecclesiastes chapter 3, how much time have you spent in trying to understand the great works of our God? The, the majestic power of our God to, to speak this creation into existence and to hold it together by the word of his power. In Ecclesiastes 3 and verse 11, the Bible says he's made everything appropriate in his time. He has also set eternity in their heart. Yet so that man will not find out the work which God has done from the beginning even to the end. And so we're going to study this. Turn to Psalm 92, please. And we're going to study and study and study and study and never figure it all out. But that's how high the bar is. The bar of studying and understanding about God 
is so high that no man can attain to it. Yet we strive, we strive to get there. In Psalm 92, beginning at verse 4, the Bible says, For thou, O Lord, hast made me glad by what thou hast done. I will sing for joy at the works of thy hands. How great are thy works, O Lord. Thy thoughts are very deep. Turn back to Psalm 111, please. I'm going to kind of dissect Psalm 111 as we go through this lesson tonight. How great are the works of God in your life? You know, every time that I I, I wake from my bed of slumber and, and thanksgiving to God and then get up, it's like, wow, he did it again, right? I mean, as you grow older, or if you just become bent for a moment, it's hard to get out of the bed, right? It's harder to get out of the bed as we grow older. And maybe we grow more thankful as time goes on, but even as young folks, we got to recognize, thank you, God, for blessing me to be able to arise out of my bed of slumber. In Psalm 11, 111 and verse 4, it says, His hands made... His wonders to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and compassionate. His works are to be remembered every day to remember something. Can you remember something that God has done for you yesterday? And then as you arise from your bed, turn to Psalm 145, please. As you arise from your bed, you think about Jesus and how great this day is going to be. See, that's praising God. In other words, regardless of what the day brings, it does not alter nor change how great our God is. In Psalm 145, beginning at verse 1, the Bible says, I will extol thee, my God, O King, and I will bless thy name forever and ever. Every day I will bless thee, and I will praise thy name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and highly to be praised. And His greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall praise thy works to another, and shall declare thy mighty acts on the glorious splendor of thy majesty, and on thy wondrous works. I will meditate. And men shall speak of the power of thine awesome acts. And I will tell of thy greatness. They shall eagerly utter the memory of of thine abundant goodness and shall shout joyfully of thy righteousness. And so thinking about the greatness of God. Someone said, life is too short to live your life waiting for something to happen. But rather enjoy every moment that God has given you. Right? Enjoy the moment that God has given. And we have so many reasons to praise our God. Praise God for His righteousness and His holiness. I'm turning to Psalm 89. Praise God for His marvelous works. For our amazing, resilient bodies. You you think about, I didn't understand how resilient our bodies were. I mean, I thought I was tough. And, you know, I go, yeah, okay, okay, I get that. Not until you have the second child and you see the first child sitting on the baby (laughs) and the baby's fine. You know, it's just like, wow, babies are, we're resilient. Our bodies are strong. It is made to survive. It is made to live. And that's why it keeps fighting and fighting and fighting to the end. 
Think about God's amazingness, His instruction and His guidance. The hope that He gives to us. The mercy that He brings. The kindness that He gives and grants. The deliverance that He brings. We've got so many reasons to praise our God. Because when we are in trouble, He always hears us. And in Psalm 89, in verse 34, the Bible says, My covenant I will not violate, nor will I alter the utterances of my lips. Once I have sworn by my holiness, I will not lie to David. His descendants shall endure forever, and his throne as the sun before me. And it shall be established for all before me like the moon, and the witness of the sky is faithful. You know, God has never lied to you. God has never lied to us. Praise God for never lying to us. Praise God for not staying angry with us, right? For being so forgiving and so merciful. Praise Him for not giving up on me. Thank you, God. Praise God for His laws and His commandments because they sustain us. Praise God for His warnings. You read the Word of God, He gives us warnings over and over again. And His judgments and His justice and His protection and His power, and His might. And we can go on and on about praising our God. Psalm 34. See, that's why when we come to worship, this is an exciting place to be because we have an opportunity to worship and praise our God, right? We're able to say, thank you, God, for this day. I give you my life. Here I am tonight making a sort of a sacrifice for you. Psalm 34 and verse 1 The Bible says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Psalm 105, it's always there. I always have something to say. There was a time, brethren, when someone asked me the question, what's the good word? And I didn't know what to say. I was thinking about too many things to say. Instead of saying, praise be God. (laughs) That's all I had to say. Praise be unto God and his great name. We serve a mighty, awesome, powerful, and wonderful God, don't we? Look at Psalm 105, beginning at verse 1. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. And by the way, notice how many times it says to do something about your praise. Make known, speak out, call out, tell somebody about Jesus. Again, verse 1. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him, sing praises to him, speak of all his wonders, glory in his holy name. Let the heart of those who seek the Lord be glad. Seek the Lord in his strength, seek his face continually. Remember his wonders which he has done. His marvels and the judgments uttered by his mouth. O seed of Abraham, his servants, O sons of Jacob, his chosen ones. Speak of God's name. I wonder. I wonder the the reaction of of some of we church members when when we had a football game. Maybe in our own home or with our friends. How excited we are to watch that sporting event. And we talk about it. Look at this play. Look at that. We get excited. Are we excited when we come to the house of the Lord? Because God is greater than football, isn't he? 
right? And sports and fishing and everything else you can think of. God is amazing. And we ought to act that way. And we walk to this house. When we come to worship God, we got to come with a ready and prepared heart, right? I'm not saying that we have to shout for joy and jump around, but we've got to be excited just to be here. Look at Psalm 111 again. He has done marvelous work, so amazing, far past man finding out. And then you have the, you know, scientists and paleontologists and archaeologists and all the, you know, so many other ologists that are looking into God and they're saying, you know, the astrophysicist says, well, I'm not sure that God exists. But he can't explain how the stars got there. <laughs> right? He has a theory, but a theory doesn't explain it. It's just a guess. Folks are looking at humans and wondering how we got here. And they're trying to ascribe it to something else. And we know it's impossible. I was talking this morning that I ought to just preach a sermon called Common Sense. Right? Just common sense. You're looking in the sky and you see the sun. And you know you didn't put it there. Common sense says somebody did. <laughs> right? The moon, the stars, you didn't put it there. I didn't put it there. Right? I mean, what, what have we really done? And you think about it when it comes to the great creation except enjoy it. I didn't plant those trees. Right? But God is amazing and greatly to be praised. Psalm 11, 111, verse 7. The works of his hands are truth and justice. All his precepts are sure. They are upheld forever and ever. They are performed in truth and uprightness. Always. 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 You know of anyone that's been truthful all their lives? God has. All of my life, all of your lives, and our ancestors, and from the days of eternity, for it's impossible for God to lie. Think about that. Turn to Deuteronomy chapter 32. The greatness of our God is something that we ought to just be so excited about that, that when we go out in the midst of the world, when they see us, they go, one thing about you. Someone told my wife that just the other day. They said, one thing about you, every time I see you, you're always happy. Because she's married to me. No, just kidding. Yeah, she. <laughs> yes, she's always happy because of the greatness of our God, right? God is great. Right? Deuteronomy 32, verse 1. Give ear, O heavens, and let me speak, and let the earth hear the words of my mouth. Let my teaching drop as the rain, my speech distill as the dew, as the droplets on the fresh grass, and as the showers on the earth. For I proclaim the name of the Lord. Ascribe greatness to our God. The rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are just. A God of faithfulness. Without injustice. Righteousness. And upright is he. Praise God. Right? Psalm 111 in verse 9. I like this more in the King James Version. But um, reading it to you in, in this version. I'll tell you what the King James Version says um it speaks of god and his greatness and and what what has happened is uh we don't think about the context of what's being stated he has sent verse 9 he has sent redemption unto his people he has ordained his covenant forever holy and and the king james version says holy and what 
You know what the King James Version says? Huh? What was that? Yeah. Holy and reverent is his name. Other versions say holy and awesome is his name. And so the idea of reverend, whoa, I wouldn't call myself a reverend, would you? I love showing that to my people when I study with them. I go, I wouldn't call myself reverend because I know that, I, that this preacher has never sent redemption unto his people. This, this preacher does not qualify to be called reverend. And no one qualifies to be awesome. So I try not to use that word ever, except for when it comes to God. I try not to ever use the word awesome. Oh, that's awesome. No. God is awesome. God has sent redemption to his people. God has ordained his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. Perfect and majestic and great and wonderful is our God. Look at verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And good understanding have all those who do his commandments. His praise endures forever. That statement, that's a thesis statement. You want to see a fool? You can find him because he's one who doesn't know God. (laughs) Right? The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. You want to gain wisdom? You got to get to know God. Praise be our God. For in God, we find everything that we need to sustain us in life and godliness. Back to Psalm 111, the verses 5 and the verse 6. You know, God, he cares for his people. He cares about the world. He cared about Judas cares about all of us verse 5 says he has given food to those who fear him he will remember his covenant forever he has made known to his people the power of his works and giving them the heritage of the nations god will never forget you thank you god god also will never forget the works that we have done psalm chapter 30 He won't forget the good things you've done. Although we know we're not going to rest on our own righteousness, but he's not going to forget the sacrifices that you've made. Because God is good. And God says thank you. I tell my family this all the time. God says thank you when no one else does. So when you do an act of kindness, we don't expect anything in return. But if they don't say thank you or show any appreciation, don't worry about it. God said thank you. Right? We can trust in our great and just God. Praising God seems to always be something that, that comes from the lips. And see, every time you read the scripture, you start reading about praising, and it's always, you, you, you know, you, you gotta have lip service to praise. You gotta, you gotta speak His praise. Right? I mean, I know we wanna inside say, well, praise God. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm praising God in my heart. But praising God means you gotta open your mouth. To praise God. Every time you read it, just start, go back and look in the Psalms and, and, you know, other passages in the scriptures and watch how when they're praising God, they're telling somebody about it. Okay? Listen to the text. Psalm chapter 30, beginning in verse 1. I will extol thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up and hast not let my enemies rejoice over me. O Lord my God, I cried to help for thee, and thou didst heal me. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from Sheol. Thou hast kept me alive, that I should not go down to the pit. Sing praise to the Lord, you his godly ones, and give thanks to his holy name. You see, it's uttering something. It's uttering something. Psalm 51, 
It's saying something about our God and giving the praise due His name. Saying something. Psalm 51 and verse 14. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God. Thou God of my salvation. Then my tongue will joyfully sing of thy righteousness. O Lord, open my lips that my mouth may declare thy praise. I gotta, I gotta tell somebody. Has God been good to you? Turn to Psalm 71. Has God been good to you? And if God has been good to you, are you gonna tell somebody about it? You know, I'm, I'm pretty good at, you know, I'll go out and you find a, a good movie and you say, I'm gonna go tell somebody about it. You see that game? That was a really good game I saw last night. I'm going to tell somebody about it. I got a promotion on my job. I want somebody to know. Isn't it interesting that I can, I can praise everything on this earth that I think is good, but don't have the time to praise our God? See, it's, it's, it's a recognition. It's saying and speaking and uttering that from the very words of our mouths, what's truly within our hearts, that we know as God's children that God is great. And great is a very, very weak word to use when we're speaking of God. But it's all that we have. In Psalm 71, in verse 7, I have become a marvel to many, for thou art my strong refuge. My mouth is filled with thy praise and with thy glory all day long. My mouth, I'm just, I got all kinds of stuff to say about God. How about you? How about me? What about me? I was kind of interested. I, this lady, um, Psalm 109. She, um, I, I'd never heard this before. I was my, my wife and I. We we kind of you know we 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 thought well that's pretty good. Uh, we were in the store and and she said to me she said uh, do you look up? And and I I thought, I mean I was looking for something in the store. <laughs> And I thought, well, and I quickly remember, oh, wait a minute, of course I look up. And she goes, what, what do you mean? What do you mean when you, she says, what do you mean when you say that? I look to God. I always look to God. And she goes, I knew you would say that. I knew it. And I don't know who she was, but I was thankful that she even would recognize that I might say that. But I thought, what a good statement. Do you look up? And I thought, well, I mean, yeah, I'm always looking up, right? Looking to our God because we need, we need God every hour, every moment, every second of the day. Never know, do we? We never know. I mean, this morning as Brother uh, Danny uh, came into services, like you said, there was an accident, and, and we, we saw it coming in. My daughter called me and said, go another way, and we went another way. And I don't know how, uh, well, I know it was a very severe accident. Somebody may have lost their life today. Have you praised God that you're up and around and moving and having your very being? came from God. All of we know that. We, we, we have to remember to praise our God. To sing praise. To rejoice. The Bible says if you're happy, sing. Sing. Isn't it amazing how you can learn a song as a kid remember it until you're old? Right? You can learn a song and once you got it, you got it in your heart forever. We can bring the song books up and most of us know all the Most of us. A lot of the songs in the song book. You remember a song. Committed to heart. Praise God. Psalm 109, verse 30. The Bible says, With my mouth 
I will give thanks abundantly to the Lord. And in the midst of many, I will praise him. Now let's grab the New Testament and then let's come back and close in the Old Testament. Turn to Hebrews chapter 13. We can no longer sit by idly, brethren, with our mouths closed. Rather, we need to be willing to open our mouths and sing of the praise and glory of our God. We've got to tell somebody of the goodness of God. Maybe just start at your home. Start with your friends first if you have to. And eventually you'll grow to be able to tell it to the world. Tell it on the mountaintops. Raise your voice. Tell folks about the greatness of Jesus Christ. Hebrews 13 and verse 15. The Bible says, Through him then, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is, the fruit of the lips that give thanks to his name. So you don't need an instrument to praise God, right? No, God says, use the fruit of your lips to tell of his greatness. Verse 16, and do not neglect doing good and sharing, for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. God is pleased with us when we do the right things and when we speak of his name. Finally, 2 Samuel chapter 22. Speaking of the praise of our God. Praise you, God. I love the passage that said he's our rock. <laughs> he's our rock. Remember, remember, 1 Corinthians 10 tells us the rock that Moses struck was Jesus, right? Uh, if you will, a manifestation of Jesus in, in one way or another through the teaching. He struck the rock because he was angry. He was frustrated with the people. And I read the passage and I say, you know, I, w- I might have struck that rock. I would have struck that rock too. So angry at those people. They just murmured and they grumbled. And you know what it's like to be around someone that's always murmuring and grumbling and just never happy. And Moses had all these people. And there's a time in the Old Testament where God looks to Moses and, Moses, get your people. Moses like, my people? <laughs> and God says, no, those are your people, right? Because they just, they just grumbled and they just weren't happy. Church, don't be like that. Be happy. <laughs> be happy. Because, look, regardless of what the day brings, this is not the end. This is just the beginning, right? It's just beginning, right? We're going to wake up in glory. When you wake up in glory, you're going to say, what in the world was I fighting about trying to stay down here on the earth, right? Be happy because we have not only the glorious God with us now, we'll have the glorious God with us forever and ever in the days of eternity. We have every reason to be happy. The world, I can accept it when they grumble. They have no real reason to be happy. Oh, I know they've got some material things. But they don't have God. That's the only reason you can find true happiness and peace in this life. And if you don't know that yet, you need to keep on studying and praying. Amen? Psalm 22, or uh, 2 Samuel 22. And by the way, with one more scripture, the Bible says, um, the way of the wicked is hard. (laughs) If you don't know that yet, (laughs) you ought to try Jesus. Right? Verse 1. And David spoke the words of the song to the Lord in the day. The Lord delivered him from the hand of all of his enemies and from the hand of Saul. And he said, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation 
my stronghold and my refuge, my Savior, thou dost save me from violence. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. I am saved from my enemies. If you continue to read this, it's an amazing song of praise because of the deliverance of God for David. The lesson is yours, brother. And I hope that something was said through all these scriptures that we read to where you got just one one more nugget to take home with you to rejoice and praise our God because God is good all the time. If you tonight are not a child of God, we invite you to surrender to Christ in the waters of baptism to become his child, to become his saint, to have your sins washed away forevermore. If you have struggling, if you would like prayers made on your behalf, if there is anything we can do for you, please make it known while together we stand and sing our song.